We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready. Clark Ford Studio. Keep talking, but your, your picture's stuck. Okay. Having a little camera issue this morning. We'll get to it. So those on the stream... We'll uh, we'll get there for those listening to podcast form. It's all good. You are not noticing any difference whatsoever. But yes, our long national nightmare is over. Dart and Trick official. I assume they'll be in class today. Uh, a few more guys. Boom, more things going on. We'll hit those things kind of for the final time. I'm really re- glad to, to put that to bed. Uh, we have Super Bowl teams. The Rams and the Bengals both win their respective games on uh, on Sunday, and then uh, Ole Miss basketball knocks off Kansas State in the uh, SEC Big 12 Challenge on uh, on Saturday as well. A challenge that the SEC has not fared overly well in over the years, but they did win it uh, this weekend. I saw they won more games than the Big 12 did in, uh, in that. So anyway, that and more coming up on today's show, a show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember, lunch specials, 569, two sides bread, 32-ounce drinks. Also, uh, still trying to give you 10 bucks. That's 1,000 points with the Exxon mobile app. So you can either just download it and do it yourself, or you can go to any Blue Sky location, take a picture at the pump, the QR code, and you're automatically sent to it. 1,000 points, $10 at the pump you're filling up at that moment there with the Oxford Exxon. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey uh, what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. And that is hop into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product. You'll love the service. And, um, yeah, simple as that. Get your quote. Get into Clark Ford. You'll appreciate it. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a burger. Po' boy. Uh, Ole Miss on the road this week to LSU on Tuesday to Florida on Saturdays. Go watch those games, watch other games, whatever the case may be. And um, full full bar, great beer selection, all that at Rafters on the Square in Oxford and also Rafters in 
New Albany. So, uh, I guess, put it to bed, dark, trig, official. We got, like, Instagram edits and stuff. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we got, got every, it, it, it's really the recruiting version of Facebook official, apparently. If, until you get the edit, it is not done, but it is, it is, it is done now. So, they, uh, they arrived yesterday. Um, actually, I think Dart was here on Saturday. He was. Um, Trig on Sunday. You can find coverage of that at rebelgrove.com. Um, it, it wasn't fun, but now that I look back, I can kind of laugh at it, the whole idiocy of the, the entire situation. So, um, those two, um, Georgia Tech defensive end Jared Ivey in the portal. It feels like Ole Miss as well. Um, I just put up on the board. Yeah. He will be enrolling today. A part of, not a part of, but a part of the program by the end of the day. This day. January the 31st. Mm-hmm. Today. Today. This day. You feel good about it? I do. Okay. He's admitted. He enrolled. <laughs> Uh, he, is he applied? Is he, he accepted? He is admitted. Is he in class yet? It's eight fourteen. Did he I, have an eight a.m.? I do not know. Well, he did not have an eight a.m. Football players do not have classes prior no. to eleven o'clock. He he has been admitted. I, I do believe he is enrolled specifically in classes, and that he will, in all likelihood, attend those classes later today. What's his classes? I do not know. You sure? Nor do I care. Okay. So that puts an end to the portal for right now. It does not put an end to the portal for the semester. Um, also, I mean, I, I don't know this. I have zero sourcing on this, but I know he was been admitted. I would assume that Mike Gatz is also in class today. Um, again, we'll find out. It's a preferred walk-on from college to page. He is a uh, JUCO All-American center. He has four to play three remaining. Um, okay. And I know that he had gone through at least part of the enrollment process. So, um Probably another name to look for today as well. Okay, that's kind of where we're. It's kind of where we're sitting. Um, Ole Miss has four or five spots remaining, is our best estimation, um, barring the arrival of what is the guy I can never Timmy. What's his name? That I I, I I struggle with this. You you have to back me up every single time. Timmy Gagafian. I do not anticipate that he's going to be a part of the class. Okay, so if that's the case, I think there are five spots remaining. Is I, believe, where I, I believe is where I have that sitting. I believe that to be true. The only other one that we're waiting on is Bryson Hurst, who has, despite people... He has committed. He has committed. He has not signed because they have not let him sign because they're not positive that he's academically eligible. I get yelled at about that routinely uh, by social media people, but he's not signed. I get the, why haven't you updated that in the site? Well, how do you know that I haven't updated it? How do you know it's not accurate, jackass? Okay. I always wonder, like, the people that come at you on Twitter, in the real world, would they say a word to you? Would they even would they even come up and say hello, or would they just ignore you? If they saw you in the real world, would, would they say a word? They oh, certainly I mean, would not treat you with the hostility and animosity that they do on social media. Oh, well, no, 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 no. You're either going to be one of the two. You're either going to be ignored or you're going to be talked to like there's absolutely nothing wrong whatsoever. Yeah. Like, hey, we're all good. Hey, man, love the show. And then blow you up on. That's Sunday. Yeah. I always do wonder, though. I do think, you know, you, you look at it, assuming everybody's good to go and, and, and whatnot, um, 
kind of putting a bow on this portion of the portal and the recruiting classes. Because, again, I, there's going to be more additions following spring. It just is. Um, there'll be more exits and additions. Well, I mean, I, I know of one for sure. Malik Heath is going. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Malik Heath is committing. I mean, I've, I've seen the edit. I've got the edit on my screen. Um, he could have multiple edits. He could. He could. He's he's going to be at Ole Miss June 1st. Okay. Yeah, Ole Miss has the tampering issue from uh, Jerry and Jones and is it Fabian Lovett. Is that right? We did this last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. Two. those two guys. Um, they, See, those uh, are two names that I can't remember. Okay. Like, if you put you – know, <laughs> tell me the two guys that got tampered with. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I can't ever remember it. Well, there's always so much space for it. I mean, I, when I was when I was I was talking to Keith Carter a few days ago about a story that I put up on Saturday about Nile and the Capitol campaign and stuff, but we were just kind of chatting around the interview, and I said, yeah, you know, this next week is that time period that's great because we get to forget all the recruits that went everywhere else. It's it's like a holiday a little bit because national unfollow, yeah, because it's like it's not even a, it's, it's the unfollow on Twitter, but then it's also like, oh, that kid went to Colorado. Okay, I will never think of him again. Yeah. He is completely gone. Although like, now with the portal, you have to kind of you kind of have to. Because you'll come back two years ago. Hey, was that that guy Partridge really like? That yeah. He went to so and so and so and so. Well, no, you, I don't know if you know this, but at least one recruiting person that every time someone gets in the portal, Ole Miss is interested. Every single time, every single one. Yeah. Well, there was a connection here because this guy at one point was so and so, and he knew. So they're going to in, inquire. Yes, kids that get into the portal get lots of calls. You. Coaches literally will sit down for two hours and just start cold calling kids. Well, it's not the coaches, it's what, the staff. Well, that too, yeah, right. yeah. And so you have people that are on the staff that do nothing but watch the portal, and when a guy jumps in the portal, they just make a quick call. Like a... Hey, what's up? Yeah, like a swipe right or swipe left. Are you, are you even sort of interested enough for us to have another call? Yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. Like, you know where you're going? What's up? Yeah, hey. what's up? That Those calls. You interested in campus? Okay, maybe. I, yeah. I, I don't know that that initial inquiry is enough to be as newsworthy as some people make it out to be, but to each their own. To each their own. That's that's also the I was telling Chase, when you when you predict that everyone is going to come to Ole Miss, I don't know how much credit you get for the guess that turns out right. What do you think they what do you think they have needs here for this post spring period? Defensive tackle feels like one for sure. Uh, yeah, I think another defensive lineman. Um, I think they're going to sign two receivers. I think they're going to sign Heath and one more because I think that room's a little thin, and yeah. you're going to see that exposed in the spring. Yeah. Um, I think they'd like to add another offensive lineman. But for the most part, they've done a really good job of addressing – pretty much every positional need that they had, including with some guys that should be quite impactful. I mean, Jackson Dart, Zach Evans, Michael Trigg, Mason Brooks, um, the guys on Aishim Young who we don't talk about enough. Troy Brown. Troy Brown. Yeah, look, they, they, they have completely fixed most of the issues from a standpoint of simply 1v1 replacing right. with quality players right. from that standpoint. Um, I mean, I think they think Tennyson is kind of a nickelback kind of guy. Um, you know, I mean, obviously. If nothing else, he is a great security blanket should Otis Reese sprain an ankle for other guys to get hurt, like just some depth standpoint to where yeah. he can move around. 
And then, you know, look, there's some, there's some hoping and wishing that they, uh, a new place brings new energy for a couple of guys, right? You're, you're, you're hoping that J.J. Pugis comes home and gets energized and gets in a little better shape. And, uh, I need him to get motivated. And gets motivated to be a defensive tackle. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you're hoping that, that Jared Ivey, who showed flashes at Georgia Tech but was not particularly consistent, you hope that that consistency comes in a new place yeah. with new coaches. Because is what he was supposed to be out of high school. Yeah. Four-star kid, big yeah. kid, good-looking kid. And then here's the second part of this, and you and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. You don't know who's going to get in the portal. Yeah. I mean, guys are going to get in the portal mid-August, I mean, mid-April. And you might have guys on your team that get in the portal that you didn't anticipate getting in the portal. So not only could someone pop up where you're like, hey, you know what, we don't have a need there, but he's too good to pass up. Someone could leave and create an, a need. Those are... I mean, as I've said many times, the portal giveth and the portal taketh away. And so now we'll, the, the portal will slow down, thank God, for a little while. And then I'd guess sometime in early to mid-April we'll start. Yeah, about the end of spring practice. It'll start rumbling again. This guy sees the other dude and goes, ooh, no, that's yeah. not good. Yeah. Got, got a problem here. Got, a, got an issue there. Um, Ole Miss – the good news for Ole Miss is they got the quarterback, so you're not counting on the post-spring quarterback freakout portal. Because um, there'll be some of that for a lot of teams. Because you're gonna have you're, you're, in in quarterback competitions, you're gonna have guys see who's number two and yeah, bell out at that point. Yeah, there've been some guys at, at lots of schools. I'm guessing I would I would take this guess to the bank who've been told, hey, give it the spring, give it the spring. And they'll go through the spring, and some of those guys will go, yeah, okay, it's cool, I'm good. And some of those guys will go, nope, I'm out. And they'll hop in the portal, and they'll be taking visits in May. We do not anticipate Ole Miss signing anyone on Wednesday, right? I have asked repeatedly and have gotten the same answer consistently. So if there is a signing, I will just be surprised. Okay. I'm, I'm told that there won't be. Corey says in the stream, unless we, meaning Ole Miss, lose a quarterback in the spring. Well, I mean, look, that's always possible. But here's the deal with that: you're not you're not replacing them with a starter worthy replacement. Like you would be finding a a, a depth guy at that yeah. point. Um, yeah. Would probably also make Jack Abraham's decision easier. Um, and Jack can't enroll at Ole Miss until same thing June one, the same because he was at Mississippi State, right? You know, Heat's an interesting one because incredibly talented, Malik. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, incredibly talented. Had 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 some issues. Um, yeah, you know, taking a little bit of a flyer there. I will say I don't know that the numbers are overly indicative because that state offense is so geared toward running backs in the middle of the field that I don't feel like outside guys, unless you're like Crabtree back in the Texas Tech days, like I, I don't feel like that's necessarily their first option in getting the ball really down the field and spreading and doing those kind of things. Like it did, That was not a great offense for a Malik Heath type. So I, I, I get, at least in your head, I get how you could get there um, on, on, on why that makes some some, some sense. Um. Grind says percent percent chance Luke Altmaier's QB one in the spring percent chance he's QB one for the game one. Look, you bring in transfers like Dart, you feel like they have the upper hand. Um, I like Luke. I thought he played pretty damn well in the Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, sure, he's hopeful for a, a competition that you find the, the right guy. And then everybody makes decisions off that. But, I mean, I would I would definitely give Jackson Dart the edge at this point simply because he came in as a transfer, just recruiting 101 more than anything to do with either one of those two guys. Yeah, I would so, bet on Dart. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's Heavily. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're in a corral plumbing situation. That's not. That's not the way I kind of feel with any of it. So, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I I, I do kind of forget about Tennyson. Like he's the guy that because when he did it, like it just I have a hard time getting that back in my head a little bit. Um, they do have two really really good run stoppers in the secondary with him and Ashim Young. Yeah. For sure, now, he's got to he's got to pass protect a little bit, or he's he's got to pass cover a little bit. But from a straight just physicality standpoint, I, th- I think they've replaced pretty good. They're they're pretty decent back there. I feel like you're not going to find like some elite guy. I feel like they need one more back, just a capable back back there. A running back, yeah, because you, you got Evans and Judkins and Bullock. I feel like you need one more just okay guy. I mean, yeah. you don't get anything crazy, but it'd be just, hard to get anybody to come in right now. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, look like, at that room and go. I don't know, man. Yeah, hold on, I got that guy and yeah. uh, no, no. You know, if one you, ball. You know, depending on what kind of look, I wrote about this in Ten Thoughts. The offense change will change a little bit because it, it you go from Jeff Lebby to Charlie Weiss Jr. They're not the same human being. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the offense is going to change a little. The defense is going to change a little. It it, it will be an interesting spring, and in that there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to watch. How much of it we'll get to watch, I don't know. But there's a lot of stuff to watch. Like, what is it? You know, what do they try to do? And there's a lot of new faces, and you bring a lot of new faces in, and chemistry has to build. I was listening to um, the Forty ers coach. Um, Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan. Thank you. And he was making the comment that it's, it's it, and it's true. He goes, every team's different, even though it's the same franchise and it's the same uniforms and a lot of the same people. Every team's different. Different teams have different characteristics. And last year's Ole Miss team was very close, very tight knit, held each other accountable. And this one will have to develop that personality over time. It won't walk into the first practice in March, whatever it is. And for the people who've asked, no, I've not seen a spring schedule. I don't know that they're that far along. Um, But they won't walk in on the first day of spring practice with that type of personality yet. Mm -hmm. That has to develop. So, um, yeah, you know, you got a lot of guys that left, a lot of guys that were voices in a locker room, a lot of guys that had accumulated a lot of respect and – New guys walk in, and there's competitions, and lines are drawn, and things like that. So it it, it takes a minute. Well, and a lot of that continuity is stuff that you can't necessarily predict too, because it's it's program guys and portal guys, and the mixture there. Because that's always the thing you're not even necessarily worried about, but is is one of the keys to that continuity is just getting the portal guys in and acclimated and. To whatever level you can and in, in, ingrained into the team, um, that's why it is important to have some other nucleus where it's not all just dudes coming in and you know, yeah, having like some AAU kind of deal going on. Um, but it's time for that. It is what it is. Yeah, it worked out last year. I mean, a lot of that comes from. Well, look, there's a new coaching staff for the most part. 
I mean, that's the thing, too. I mean, you've got even the way that things yeah. are done from the top, not, not necessarily the top down, but anything below that. I mean, two new coordinators, three whenever they assign special teams to somebody. Mm-hmm. Position coaches in every room. I mean, what was it three on-field assistants remaining from last, last staff? From last year? Yeah. yeah. Partridge, Partridge, Nix, and Thornton. And Baker. And Baker, yeah. So four. four. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you had six six changes from from that standpoint. So yeah, we have a lot of new voices. A lot of it, it's going to look and sound different at first for a while. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we'll turn the page in a uh, in a second. For the did I tell you about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga? All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you're going to local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at six six two two three four two seven zero four or J L O W E at communitymtg.com. The Oxford Park Commission has started registration for both youth. Youth baseball and softball for the 2022 spring season. Leagues are open for ages 5 to 17 in baseball, 5 to 12 in softball. The cost is $50 uh, per participant. Season begins on April the 25th. All games played at M Trade Park. Go to OxfordParkCommission.com before February the 20th to sign up. The uh, Oxford Sun Podcast also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a social sports betting network, free to use, cool, fun way to bet, no third party, no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more at brothrow.com. Brought to you by Dead Soxy. Go to deadsoxy.com. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove. Get 25% off the best socks you'll ever put on your feet, deadsoxy.com. Game Changer Patches, uh, they're the sponsor for my 10 Weekend Thoughts, which is up at rebelgrove.com. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for your next place. Go to gamechangerpatch.com, enter the promo code rebelgrove20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And we're brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They have a full-time, dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. ACS can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. It's a full-service AutoCAD services provider. It's a full-service fiber optic cabling solution provider. If you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialists, they've got you covered. Uh, ACS, LLC, MS.com, or call 662-601-4381. Like I said, brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. It's nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. Let them help you out on the buy side or the sell side of uh, real estate here in Oxford and Lafayette County. Let them, uh, let them help you with that. O'Keefe Graham, Clay DeWeese, and their team of associates are there to be trusted as you were looking into a pretty volatile housing market really everywhere, but Oxford as well as uh, as anywhere else. So anyway, 662-281-1200, nickstanoxford.com. You can click their link there in my message board signature. Did you see the uh, the FanDuel bet that paid yesterday? It would have been a good day to just take a flyer on something. And, I did not. And, and have, you didn't see this? I didn't. All right, so uh, I mean, Darren Ravel called it the best bet in history, but of oh, okay. So, but it pretty impressive. Not well, it is incredibly just lucky, but nonetheless. So, of all parlays, these are kind of the dumbest. But I guess if you hit one, it wins. Two correct score parlays yesterday. 
had uh, had Bengals 27, Chiefs 24, and had Rams 20, 49, or 17. You lose with anything but both those scores being 100% correct. The Bengals and Chiefs was plus 22,000. The uh, Rams 49ers was plus 13,000. That comes out to uh, 20, basically 29,000 to 1, something like that. And he turned a site credit for 20 bucks into $579,000. Oh, that's yesterday. a good day at the office. Yeah. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God. I mean, because <laughs> you I kind of wonder, like, you know, you do it as a flyer, like, whatever, like, whatever, and you kind of forget about it. You get the first score right the first day, and you go, you know, I'll be down, okay. Like, well, I mean, still nothing, probably, but, and then the scores start going a little bit, and a little bit, and you go, hold on. Like, Got a shot here. Sometime, like, mid-fourth quarter, you go, oh, God. Like, that cat might have been more excited for the Garoppolo interception at the end than the, any of the St. Louis, any of the L.A. Rams at that point. I mean. And then so happy to see that it wasn't a pick six. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, this is it. It's. And then now, hey, guys, take a knee. Like, or, or Eli Apple had had the Super Bowl in his hands. He did. I mean, that, that would have ruined the bet. Yeah. But I feel like the, but the first game's not hitting you as hard because you have no expectations. Right, right. It's the second game late where you start getting really invested and you go, hold. Yeah, hey, oh, sure. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's all right. By, by the way, can we just acknowledge once again, bow to the king and declare the NFL what it is, which is the king. The unquestioned king sitting on a throne all by itself. The last six playoff games have been amazing. Field goal and then last play and or Rams Niners. That was the least competitive from a final possession standpoint of any of the yeah. I of mean the, of, of the games. Just the king. They kick off at two o'clock on Sunday and and until what about eight thirty? You're completely entertained. App just tip the cap. It's it's amazing. It's amazing how good that league is. Because they do it week in week out. When you get the playoffs, I mean, and, and, and well, here's what's funny about it: is everybody goes, "Oh God, look at all the blowouts." This, oh, this, then just give it a minute. Yeah, let, let, let's get the riffraff out of the way, and then we'll. Well, the first and then we'll, the first round is always kind of a warm up round. It starts with the divisional round. I've been saying this for years. That's the best weekend. It's the in, best in football. weekend in football, and you get it, and you're like, "God, this is awesome!" And then the next weekend, you're like, "There's no way it can top it," and it kind of does. Until so you get to the Super Bowl, and here lately, most of the Super Bowls have been really good. The Super Bowl is hard to be as good of a game because it's such a spectacle and a long like. It's just yeah, it's a different deal, well, it's, like, and it's, it's the party day. The Super Bowl is for people who aren't even football fans. The playoffs are for football fans. Yeah, yeah, sure. The Super Bowl is a holiday. It it absolutely should be an American holiday. They should move it to Saturday or make Monday a federal holiday and let people recover. Can you imagine a worse production day? Like from a just productive day at work than the Monday after the Super Bowl? Oh, it's the worst. Got to be. Just... Other than like You're right. 2nd. We have so many holidays. Just go ahead and throw that one in there. Just just throw it in. Even a half day. Just something to... Just Monday's off. National Recovery Day. Because I think that's part of the reason why we start the stupid game at 528 or whatever, 518 or whatever yeah. it is. I mean, it's, it's sort of kind of get it over before 10. I mean... I mean, kind of. But it's really just go party. 
yeah, wings, pizza, do your deal, and and, and move on. Um, incredibly happy for Mike Hilton uh, for the yeah, Bengals. Sure. Um, Rams do not have an Ole Miss player, right? I didn't think so. DJ Jones was a 49er. Yeah. I don't think there's a Ram. I would know that. I kind of think so. Um. Yeah. Um, we can take the games as is. You know, I, we'll come back to the games. I the 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 early thought, obviously, Burrow kind of captivated the country a little bit yesterday. He's incredibly impressive from a lot of those different ways, from media angles, from fan angles. This is a not a good matchup for the Bengals at all. Um, it it's going to take some effort. Like the the matchups are glaring in favor of the Rams in this game. But defensive line versus offensive it's line, just I'm a just massacre. I'm 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 done betting against Joe Burrow. Period. No more. Counting I'm, Joe Burrow out. I'm playing a little hot takey, okay? Yeah. Not even hot takey, just devil's advocate for the sake of a podcast. He was in that position because his defense completely stopped Kansas City in the second half yesterday. He was. And we don't talk about this enough, though. Patrick Mahomes' QBR was 98 in the first half and 1.2 in the second half. I don't think we give enough credit to what the Bengals have done defensively. They've got a pretty good defensive front, solid linebackers, Playmakers in the secondary, they're good. Mm -hmm. They just beat the Raiders, the Titans, and the Chiefs back to back to back. Yeah. And beat the Chiefs at home to win the division earlier in the month. I mean, they've kind of had a nice little run here. Yeah. And everyone keeps going, yeah, but they're the little engine that could. I don't – are they? Now, I thought losing uh, C.J. Ozoma is going to hurt them. I'm assuming that the injury was serious. Yeah, it looks serious. Um, but they just find ways. So if you tell me they start slow and figure something out and make it a really competitive game, I buy it. Well, and frankly, the Rams kind of allow that because they ne- that they can't get going. It always kind of they screw up and make some mistakes, and it's it's an ugly. The Rams play kind of an ugly style of football, and I think it's going to let Cincy hang in there a little bit and figure it out. Burrow as a leader and his charisma and the way he elevates his team as a second-year player is as impressive as one of the things we'll see. I mean, it, it's – it's The most impressive thing about Joe Burrow, and I've watched – we joke about this, but I watched every Bengals game. He just doesn't ever get rattled mm-hmm. at all. I mean, he is – everyone uses the word cool, but that's not the right word. Yeah, he's cool. Joe Burrow's cool, obviously. But he's very composed. He's very... His uh, biggest mannerism reaction was to losing the coin toss yesterday. Yeah. That was probably the most frustrated he was the entire game. Maybe the funniest moment in the whole day was... uh, Did you see uh, uh, Josh Allen's tweet? Honestly, I saw it and my mood went like down eight levels. (laughs) He just just tweeted pain. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But... You know, I've watched him all year. They fall behind, and he sits over there on the bench next to uh, Brandon Allen, and they just kind of talk through it and look at some stuff, and you can kind of see him go, okay, well, I'm going to get this down. And then he's got at least two and maybe more receivers that don't think anyone can stop them, and they just kind of keep plugging away. If anything, they were too conservative yesterday out of the gate, and that – got them off to a slow start. Once they kind of opened it up, the Chiefs had problems with them. Mm -hmm. And whatever it was that they did to Mahomes, 
Man. Really took away the middle of the field. Made him use edges. Like, it was it was impressive the way they were able to do some of that. Mike Hilton did a really good job on uh, Tyreek Hill at times. They, But you'd see Patrick Mahomes back there. I mean, he's doing the whole ballet thing for seven or eight seconds, and he's making some plays. But you're like, man, they're having to really work to get people open. And then the Bengals just figured it out. I mean, Mahomes got really lucky there at the end of the fourth quarter that that fumble got recovered by his guy. Well, that would mean that was it. I mean, it was I mean, over right I mean, there. It was, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a moment you're like, oh, my God. And then when they make the stop, and again, the play before the interception, Eli Apple had a pick six in his hands. Probably his karma for making fun of New Orleans last week. But that ball's in his hands. That ball was thrown behind the receiver. You don't see Patrick Mahomes rattled often. He was rattled. He was. Those are big moments. I mean, you know, they're, 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 you know they think about how big that game is at that point. You're in overtime of an AFC championship game. It's hard to get to the championship game. Not everybody ever gets to a championship game. You think about it a little bit, and he, he made some mistakes. And his window, their window, closes a little bit each time. It's still wide open, but it closes a little bit each time because you look around that conference, and the Bengals have this young team. The Bills have a young team. Uh, the, the the Chargers aren't that far away. The Raiders seem to be improving. There's the Titans are one quarterback away. I mean, if yeah, they, if that, they, that's a big thing. I, I but, get it, yes. but I mean, they do have the one seed. They do. There's there's just no guarantee that you keep getting back. And you look up, and you've had these three close shots now, and you have one title, which is more than most people get. You only have one to show for it. There was a story in the either the New York Daily News or the New York Post this morning. One of the columnists, and that's he. And Twitter doesn't read any nuance or understand what he was saying because it was getting immediately blasted with, oh, God, they've won one and they've been to this. And that was a point. But his point was you look up and they do look like the dynasty that never was a little bit because you could have won four in a row. You won one, you get credit for the one. Yeah. But if you said they're that era as New Orleans Saints, you buy it. You could get there. I mean, It's the most obvious comment ever, but it still rings true. It just shows you how hard it is to win a championship. Just how difficult it is to win a championship. I mean, the the context of the conversation. I was talking to somebody about the Grizzlies, and they have this dynamic young superstar in John Morant, and Jaron Jackson is beginning to emerge as the defensive presence that they thought he would be, blocking shots, rebounding. And the question was, do you go for it? They have a lot of pick capital built up. Do you make a a deal at the deadline to try to add somebody to go for it? Because the temptation is to go, hey, we got Morant. We got all this time. And then sometimes teams like that look back, the Thunder say hello, you know, seven, eight years later and go, well, we did. We had a hell of a run, but we never got there. Maybe we weren't aggressive enough going for it. It's very hard to win a championship. One of the reasons why the Rams are so interesting, and obviously I follow them more than most people, but – I guess it was, I think it's is it Jordan Rodriguez that covers them for the athletic. Um, does sure. a really, really good job. The game story last night was was incredible. But it was talking about that the Rams are set up where it's just constant go for it. Like they know this is the window and you just worry about the later, later. I mean, it's what the Saints did, except the Rams are trying to capitalize on it a little better. And their team is built on superstars and essentially nobodies. And there's really nothing in the middle for the Rams. 
And it was discussing that one of the things that was so interesting about the way the Rams won yesterday was that they need their superstars to be superstars, and they need those other guys to just kind of not screw it up, just to be okay enough. And the 49ers are the best team in the league at exposing the don't-screw-it-up types. They get in the middle of the field. They know that, hey, Ernest Jones is out here, so hit his back up here. Hit this guy here. And they really take advantage of the other dudes for the Rams. And for the most part, especially on defense, those guys held up really well yesterday. And that was kind of the story. Was That was exactly how that game went, for the most part, was how they were built. And and that was an interesting... And the Niners, the, the, the Garoppolo weakness gets exposed in games like that because he's good he's good and that's as far as you can go with with him he is nfl slightly above average yes if 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 a team has a bad quarterback on the other side or doesn't make plays they are going to win and if he runs into an elite quarterback he is going to lose yes who plays well obviously but that's it like that's that's all i mean if you put burrow on the 49ers they're they're rolling yeah yeah, there's ten quarterbacks in the league that if you throw yeah. them over there, yeah. frankly, Matthew Stafford. Sure. Um, he played. He played better than he got credit for because he ended up throwing for three thirty-seven yesterday. And I mean, they had the I forget the kid, the Notre Dame receiver who dropped the wide open touchdown there in the first half. Cooper Cup dropped what would have been at least a thirty-five yard gain, and he might have scored there in the first half too. Those were on not back-to-back throws, but maybe even the same possession. Um. That first touchdown, I don't think the guy saw it. It hit for him the Rams. The, it hit him in the hands, but I don't think he saw the ball. The the uh, DB for the for the Forty ers yeah, yeah. he appeared to be searching for the ball. I wonder if it got kind of lost in a window pane for a moment. Obviously, I've never been in that stadium. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite bright, it appears, and it, it looked like neither. It looked like neither, nobody could see it. Okay, on that play, I I, I never read, went back to read about it because it turned out not to matter, but. I wondered at the time. Rams back home in two weeks. Did you see where the how, how expensive the parking was yesterday because of the Super Bowl being there? No. So the NFL is taking up tons of space already, getting ready for the Super Bowl, and they took a I mean I mean like apparently just an absolute metric ton of parking from around the stadium for whatever it is they're doing, and it created that I, I, I could go find the numbers. I don't have them in front of me. I meant to pull them and I forgot. But within like a mile and a half of the stadium, like not even close, like a mile and a half, the parking prices were more expensive than the get-in-the-game prices. It was like 400 to 600 bucks to park Wow! in different spots. Like at a baseball field or a residential area over a mile away. I mean, it was like insane what the parking prices were. Because the get-in versus the parking was... Like the cheapest ticket you could find, and then the cheapest parking was like almost a thousand dollars, and like half of it was parking at the Rams game yesterday. Crowd was about fifty fifty. Tons of Forty Nine ers fans in there yesterday. Tons. Um, the somebody asked about the uniform matchup. I'm a little worried about it because the Rams are the away team, and that could throw them in those bone uniforms. I expect them to wear the bones. So the Bengals will wear the black top or the orange, but yeah, they they. Yeah, they are the home team. Rams are the away team. And the Rams have a really good winning percentage in that bone. And it wouldn't shock me to see them wear kind of that grayish. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The kind of the cream baseball sort of looking thing. I don't I don't like it. It's my least favorite uniform of the Rams. And I think I wonder if the NFL has any say in that. Like, here's what you're gonna wear. How about the white with the blue and the red? Like have yeah. the blue and the yellow. How about that? The bingo white uniform is fantastic. The better game would be Rams and home, yeah. Bengals and Road. Um 
the contrast for both those is better. That could way. the Bengals say no? We're going to wear white. They wear white. Yeah, sure. I think the Saints were the home team in '09 and wore white as the home team. Oh yeah. So yeah, you could definitely you could you, you could do because the Saints had a little stretch there where they wore white at home. I don't really know why, but they they did that for a little while. Um, that would mean the Rams potentially are not in their home locker room, but they're in the visiting locker room in their own stadium too. I guess. Yeah. Although I guess the Bengals could just take the chart. Yeah, I don't know, but either way, um, I don't know. we're down to semantics now. Um, early line Rams three and a half. Yeah, I saw four. Is the uh, is is the opener here? I did not look and see what the uh, what the total is for this game. I can pull it up while we're uh, while we're in a break. While you're doing that, thanks to Kyle Wilson for the super chat. He says any truth to the rumor that the new OC at Auburn is leaving. Um, all that. I am told that uh, he is, quote, AWOL and told offensive assistants via text that he wants to quit. Oh. But uh, Auburn coach Brian Harson told him to uh, come to the office and tell him to his face. So that's where that's where things are on the plains today. So that's going well. This is Austin Davis? Yes. Is the former Southern Miss quarterback? Is that who that is? Yeah, okay. I think so. Isn't that right? Yeah. I said that, now you're questioning me, but I think that's right. It's – uh. If you're looking for the leader in the clubhouse for the coach to not who will not make it through 2022, it's Brian Horson. That's where you like the odds right now. I mean, that's where you'd have to put them. I mean, I don't yeah. know who else you'd bet on right now. Uh, Odd Shark has Rams winning 26.4 to 21.2. Yes, the Rams currently a four-point favorite over the Bengals. 53% of the money is on the Rams. 47% of the money is on the Bengals. And the total is at 49.5 right now. Um the under fifty two percent, the over forty eight percent of okay. the money at at this point. So there's your uh, your early early look there. Yeah, we're gonna break in a second. The day kind of went exactly like how I would have scripted it, like a Bengals win, a Rams win. Like I kind of had like for teams I don't necessarily like follow every day. That was kind of like the perfect day of football. You had the really good games, and I'm telling you, it was kind of like last week. I don't know what it is, but I was I like Burrow. I find them funny. Yeah. I, the Bengals are just kind of fun and interesting and yeah, whatever. Sure. I like Mike Hilton. But the Chiefs losing really is a nice thing for me. I mean, again, this week, like, they lost, and I was like, this is great. I almost enjoyed the Chiefs losing more than the Bengals re- winning, and I have no reason. I have no reason to not like Patrick Mahomes. And it, but when he plays football, I cheer against him. Every time. And it really doesn't matter who he's playing against. I cheer against him. And so it was fun yesterday because it was 21 to 3. And Carson was like, screw this. I'm out. And he goes upstairs. And I didn't hear from him for the longest time. And when the Bengals got that interception, it was 21 to 13 at the time. I was like, hey, uh, you, you watching the game? And he goes, no. I said, we, it's. I want to flip it on. I said, you might want to come down. And he comes down. And from that point forward, like we're hanging on every, you know, yeah, I, I went for a run because I was like, okay, yeah, like, whatever, 21-3. Well, I, I came in here started working. Yeah, I walked back in. It was 21-all, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're in now. Yeah. yeah, here we go. Um, but yeah, then that – We did get spared Jackson Mahomes, and that's at least 60% of this. That's part of it. And, and, and we talked about this last week. I don't like his fiance or whatever the heck she is. Yeah. That plays a role, too. And you just kind of like Burrow. Like, there was that picture yesterday of Burrow and Burrow's dad and Jamar Chase's dad standing outside the stadium smoking cigars. I did see that. You know, it's just, you begin to realize just why that LSU team was so damn good you in think? 2019. Like, everybody on that team was awesome. And then they're all gone. I'm telling you, people don't believe in the football gods. 
they came down and cut a deal with Ed Orgeron. We're going to give the old you, story about the deal with the devil and all that. We're going to give it, you the dream season. Everything Heisman. that could go right is going to go right. Soak it in. Because. because as soon as it's over, literally within days, we're taking it all away. Yeah. It's all stripped down to the scraps. Joe Burrow would not be a thing today, potentially, without some incident, some NCAA rule changes, mm-hmm. some different things. I mean, that dude sat behind JT Barrett and Dwayne Haskins for three seasons. Three seasons. Gets in the portal, goes to LSU ten days later. Yeah, I mean, he's like walks in yesterday with the sunglasses and the big coat and the big Nike swoosh <laughs> thing around his neck. I mean, he knows he's being a caricature of himself. He's yeah, playing around. He's playing. Yeah, it's all a joke at this point, but he's he's fun. His his give a damn level is so, so low. low, and it his team the, 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 teams adopt quarterbacks' personalities. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Head of coaches' personalities, and the head coach is. Zach Taylor's kind of cool, kind of laid back. And Burrow's just, eh, unflappable, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of those guys that gets up in the morning and goes, eh, whatever could go right today, Will. It's one of the reasons why I think the Rams have taken a good step is that Stafford is confident but calm, mm-hmm. and it calms down all the crazy the Rams have because that roster is a nightmare oh, in yeah. so many ways. That, like, I mean, even Odell's buying in, and, like, it, he's like, whew, a well, because Odell can't really do that to Stafford. No. Stafford would look at him and be like, man, F off. Yeah. Get out of my face. But he's not aggressive. It's just. Yeah, yeah. it would just be like, dude, I'm not doing this. I'm, yeah. And I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm going to leave you here. Looking. You be normal. I'll throw you the ball, and then we'll go. Yeah. And, and, and He did. Yeah. And, and he's having a, a great. He's having a hell of a season. Having a hell of a season. On a team where he's not the best receiver. And Cam Akers is doing this six months post Achilles in a way that I don't understand a human can do. So I know this is going to shock you. Oh, shut up. We're not all built the same. Yeah, you or I would not be moving around. Uh, well, right now it's six months post. No, and that cat's a really good NFL running back right now. Yeah, frankly, he's... borderline elite. Yeah, I mean, it'd be two hell, two damn good running backs in this game. Yeah, well, I mean, Mixon's a yeah, Mixon's a badass. He doesn't get enough credit for. And they've got – here's what's interesting about the Bengals. Is Mixon the dude that hit the girl back in the day? Yeah. Okay. Everyone's assuming that, you know, they lose. Whether they win or lose, they've got a ton of money to spend this offseason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they got can, so many guys on rookie contracts. They can go do whatever they want to do. And so if you're them now, you press the, the pedal. It was picture perfect from that standpoint. I mean, they went like – what two and fourteen, three and thirteen, two, three two years and 14, ago. Two years ago. Yeah, but you get the quarterback, you get Chase, you get you Let's, get you get when whatever. You, when you win the the when you get the first pick and you get it right, they're golden. And you can start building on that, and they got it hundred percent right. Yeah, I mean, I remember an NFL guy talking about you know Burrow, and there was some talk about Trevor Lawrence and all that, and an NFL guy that I trust was like, look. The Bengals got the win there because Trevor's going to be a good quarterback. Burrow's got a chance to be Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are some Tom Brady vibes to him. Yeah. Fair. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's N-E-Spark. 
Dot-com, 662-238-3159. Phone service available, parental controls, network security, and much more. So to get the best internet around, let any spark take care of you. Again, that is 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard. To be specific, they've been serving the Oxford area for three quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more, it's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. We're also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or that area, call 662 429 4429 for the people at Southern. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Go to mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Um, let them, let John know. I'm sorry, that's the next ad. I was just thinking about, I was thinking an ad ahead in my mind. I apologize. Go to mypinwealth.com and uh, tell them about your retirement plans, what you want to do. They'll sit down with you. They'll put together a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. Again, mypinwealth.com. And I was mentioning John Edwards because it was floating around in my Weak-ass brain subliminally. Get in touch with John. He's part of Regency Travel. Tell him what parameters you are uh, you have for a trip, what ideas you have. Give him a budget, and then sit back and do nothing. He's going to give you a ton of options as detailed as you'd like. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. I got stuff brought to you by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. Right there on South Lamar in Oxford or on the square in Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs that deliver locally in the Oxford area and take care of you with MedSync. Free prescriptions the same day each month, one trip to the pharmacy, one delivery. You have everything you need when you need it, and you know that with GNM. Again, 662-236-2222 or stop in, again, on South Lamar in Oxford. Um, for the obnoxious level that will come from this and the people who despise the SEC, not a real good time period. You've got... The two college football playoff teams being SEC teams, you had the two teams, if this matters to anybody, that were in the College World Series playing each other in the finals. You have two starting quarterbacks, and you have the number one team in the country in men's and women's basketball right now, all SEC oh. members. It's, it's 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 a bit of a run going on at the at the moment. Well, there's two or three men's basketball teams that could be Final Four caliber. With the right run. Right. Now, Bama could also lose in the first round. They could. Bama. I mean, that's the strangest team I've ever seen. Bama and Auburn tomorrow night at Auburn. It's in Auburn, yeah. Has a chance to be interesting. Think so? Yeah, sure, because Alabama's good enough. They proved it. They beat Baylor by 10 points, basically. Yeah, I was pulling that up from, I, I think it was it was 6-4 maybe, I think, the SEC and the Big 12 on Saturday. Is there 10 teams in the Big 12? Is that right? I can't keep up. Okay. But I think it was 6-4. to four. Okay. Ole Miss obviously beats Kansas State 
Rebels 11 and 10, Kansas State 10 and 10 now. Um, Ruffin had 13 of his 17 in the second half, 17 total for the uh, the point guard. And then around elsewhere, uh, yeah, Auburn rolling up uh, pretty good on Oklahoma, 86-68 there in uh, in Auburn. Tigers now 20 and 1 on the season. Walker Kessler with 21 and 9 for uh, for the Tigers. Big day in Alabama. Alabama knocking off Baylor, 87-78. They were up four at the break. I scored them by five in the second half. Alabama now has beaten uh, three of the four Final Four teams from last year, Houston, Gonzaga, and Baylor, while also having losses to Missouri and Georgia. Georgia. Um, I, I got nothing. Like, I, yeah, sure. Like, it, it, it makes no sense. Uh, so... Because like that's gonna knock them down a couple pegs. Like there's gonna be some team that gets in the bracket and goes, "Gosh, damn! Like yeah. Alabama's my six. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like what? There's a three somewhere that goes, oh, geez, like yeah. Come, come Nate, you know, Nate Oates is just kind of whatever. At this point, you just buckle up and go for the ride. I mean, there, there, there's nothing else you can. Your team is what it is. Matt Norlander had written a really good story on him a couple years ago. I mean, a couple, couple years ago, a couple days ago, talking about that. What's made them so much less consistent is their lack of defensive ability because they're missing Herb Jones to such a level sure. that they're having a hard time. Well, and Herb's been impactful in the, in the NBA as a rookie. Yeah, and which is no surprise if you watched him play in the SEC, you saw what a defensive player he was. Yeah, I was talking about that. His lack of presence there has changed so much of what they're having to do defensively, and it's getting them into these scoring shootout things that are not going well all the time. But when they do show up, they're they're as good as anybody in the country. Sure. Frankly. Um, Kentucky went into Fog Allen and just rolled the Jayhawks on Saturday. Well, if you were watching much college basketball Saturday, and and, and I, I saw a good bit of it as the day went on, that was the performance that was like, whoa. And that's probably Look, as, Kentucky's been out of our consciousness a little bit over the last few weeks. It's and, probably as good as they can play, but, but it was kind of a whoa. Not too many teams go in and play Kansas at Kansas – a good Kansas team, and just beat the hell. Also, out. I know that you guys are mostly SEC people, and this is kind of known around the country. Like, like even Kentucky would run into this. Nobody gets more calls at home than Kansas, right. In the country, it didn't matter. No, what I'm saying you rolled them where it just there's nothing you could they could have done. I mean, the um, officials literally could have put on Kansas uniforms and, and played. Yeah, they're up twenty at the break. They end up winning by eighteen, eighty sixty two. In, uh, in this one. They punched and, them square in the face. You just don't see that happen much. And it was kind of like, whoa, look out. Because if he's fig- – they've got real talent. If he's figuring it out and getting them to kind of go. Rough day for uh, Mississippi State in Lubbock. Texas State beat them 76-50 to 50 on uh, on yeah, Saturday. That was – Texas Tech's good. Texas so. Tech's good, but that was sobering. Yeah. Um, a weird game. Tennessee almost comes back and wins. Texas wins 52-51. In Austin, uh, good game, weird game. Sorry, close game. I don't think it was overly well played, but it was it was weird. Two um, teams that play really good defense, and they kind of they made it sloppy. It's a good game. If you're Tennessee, you're not discouraged by that. TCU doing the Lord's work in Fort Worth, knocking off LSU seventy-seven sixty-eight against the uh, the Tigers. Is there a more hateable team than They're, LSU basketball? Literally, I mean. Anywhere in any sport, period. I mean, I mean, whoever they're playing, I catch myself going, man, I'm, I really love TCU today. What what is, saying, I know nothing about? about TCU basketball, not a thing. And, like, when the game's getting close to over, like, I'm getting text messages from buddies going, hey, TCU. It's like, I'm playing LSU. That's the only thing. That's the only, only way that makes any sense at all. 
Yeah, seventy-seven, sixty-eight. Tigers now sixteen and five on the uh, season. Horn Frogs fourteen and four, putting together a little bit of a year there. Yeah, he's a good coach for TCU. Uh, Iowa State knocks off Missouri pretty easily in Ames, sixty-seven to fifty. That's not a surprise at all. That, can, that went kind of at script there for the Tigers, who have been playing a little better, but eight and twelve overall for Missouri. Big win for Arkansas, 77-68 over West Virginia and Fayetteville. One that you felt like they kind of had to get as they're making a, trying to make a run here. That's six in a row now overall. Yeah, they've and they've pulled their net up to 45. They've kind of put themselves. So they're okay. Yeah, I think they're in the tournament today. Yeah. It's an, eight, it's an eight-bid league if the tournament's today. Mississippi State's at 48. I think they'd get in. Florida's at forty. They got. A, I know you're gonna mention it in a minute. They got. A, they had a, had to win on Saturday, and they got it. Eighty-one seventy-two over Oklahoma State. And then, I mean, Auburn's the six. Kentucky's an eight. I mean, so you've got Auburn's today would be a one seed. Kentucky would be a two seed. Tennessee, LSU, Alabama would be fours or fives. Florida would probably be an eight or a nine. Same for Arkansas. Mississippi State might be. If the tournament were seeded today, and I know it's not, but if it were, they probably would be a candidate to go to Dayton. Yeah. You know, to play in one of the play-in games. I think that makes sense. Uh, and then in your two just SEC games over the weekend, again, whatever, um, Vanderbilt 85-77 over Georgia. And then following – they better figure it out quickly, A&M losing at home to South Carolina by nine – or by 11 on Saturday. Yeah, they go to Tennessee tomorrow night. and it, it It's quickly – A loss there and it looks like we're spiraling. Yeah, it looks point. like he's – they had a run. That's what it looks like. Yeah, 74-63 losing to Carolina at home. They had that stretch against – In a must win, too. When you know there was urgency from Buzz to, hey, got to get this one. Yeah, they had that stretch against, like, Kentucky and – I think it was Arkansas and LSU, yeah, and, they lo- and they lost them all. And that was like, okay, you're done. Uh, Mark, thank you for the super chat. Really appreciate that. Uh, he says, any truth to the rumor of Patrick Austin joining the staff? It's a rumor that's out there. Um, I checked it out yesterday a little bit. Didn't get anywhere with it, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, people that know him answered in the negative, but that – Yet the rumor's persistent. So, I don't know. Just the honest answer. But I did I did put some work into it yesterday mm-hmm. and just got nowhere with it. Um, I don't know that everybody's aware of this. So just quickly, this was in the story I wrote on Saturday morning. But um, from a football stadium standpoint, um, I know this question's been around the stadium. They're starting construction on Vaughn Hemingway immediately following the 2023 season. There will be disruption during the 2024 season, and the plan is to have it completed by the 2025 season is what is what, what is going on there. Um, the goal for 2024, because remember, it's, a, it's an entire west side rebuild. They're tearing it all the way down to the bottom, starting over on the west side. Um, that is the side that faces the Turner Center, for anyone who's unaware. Um, a lot of new amenities in there, some new premium seating, a lot of chair backs to go with some bleachers kind of above that. But the hope is to have it about halfway up for the 2024 season, which would allow them to fill most of the grandstand seats with people who have those tickets and then have some temporary kind of premium seating options that will be a little scattershot, but above that is sort of the plan for that. So, again, not till 2024, but that's sort of where that is. Uh, that's sitting right now. The Manning Center expansion is underway. Um or renovation, whatever it is. I guess it's an expansion, too. They are, uh, they are doing that, and then... 
I think they're hiring architects for soccer and softball right now, and I don't know really how baseball fits fits into that. Um, so sort of get a little bit of a, an update there from that uh from that standpoint. Did you watch even a second of Australian Open tennis? I didn't watch a second. I did not. I saw where Nadal won and got all emotional. That's all I saw. Okay. Not that I'm criticizing his emotion. I just read that he got emotional. You weren't saying, oh, you've said. No, no. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. get emotional as you want to. You can do whatever you do want. Do whatever you want. I'm cool. I like, I like Rafa Nadal. No, but Djokovic not being in it. It changed it. Changed the dynamic of it. I, I was not as interested. Yeah. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com, 662-419-9201. Remember, it is king cake season, so let them uh, help you out with that. You can pre-order those all the way through March 1st. Different sizes, different flavors there at Johnston Hill. You can see you can see options. You can see pictures of it at their Instagram page. Just go to Johnston Hill Creamery on Instagram. Remember, all their cheeses are made in-house here locally in Oxford. That is on White Oak Lane, right off Molly Bar. And you can, uh, you can email them or give them a call. Again, that is cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com or 662-419-9201. We are also brought to you by Opa, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, and more. Uh, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, and amazing candlelit patio. All of that at 306 South Lamar in Oxford. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors is serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. What are your goals for 2022? Does your company need hard-to-find talent to meet those goals? Maybe you're personally seeking a career change. Let this be your year to make the change, and your first step needs to be to contact Service Specialist Employment Agency. They're the oldest employment agency in Mississippi. They recruit in all industries. Remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. No cost to you as a candidate. Everything is kept confidential. Service Specialist wishes you and your company a successful 2022, you can contact them at 662-832-5138. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, Duckhead, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Bell & Grove. Based out of Chattanooga, Daryl Oliver and Evan Dial built Bell & Grove, a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. Bell & Grove specializes in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S., 
They can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rate possible for their customers. In addition, Bell & Grove can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs. Whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate you. They provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. For more information, call Daryl Oliver at 865-672-6557. Podcast is brought to you by PrimeShrimp.com, an oil-based company that is trying to ship shrimp right there to you. I'm not trying. They are. Easy cook shrimp. No mess. No prep. Just drop the frozen pouches in the boiling water. It is incredibly quick and easy. Timed it less than 10 minutes from uh, the freezer to your plate there. Shipped straight to your door in just a few days. It is cooked in less than 10 minutes, as we said. No matter what, if you're on the fly or not to be an expert chef, flavors available include the signature seasoning, the French Quarter Alfredo, and more are coming soon as well. And use the code MPW, $20 off with your first purchase. If you take advantage of that, I know a lot of you guys have gotten it. Now some of you have made your second orders already. So, again, uh, take advantage of that. Again, primeshrimp.com and use code MPW. What is Ole Miss's basketball slate this uh, this week? They go uh, to LSU tomorrow night, okay. and then they go to Auburn on not Ooh. Auburn, not Auburn, Ooh. Florida on Saturday. And oh, I'm really? Trying to remember what time that game is. I don't recall. Okay, we got time. Hopefully, me not you got time. Hopefully, me not knowing the time on Monday doesn't mess up. Your it's not Saturday. changing anyone. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders doing a bit of a package deal. They're hiring Patriots Director of Player Personnel Dave Ziegler as their GM, and they're hiring New England Offensive Coordinator Josh McDaniels as their head coach. Um, I'm seeing here they uh, did an interview yesterday with McDaniels, and he will be the uh, the hire. A couple coaches in a row that had long layoffs that have gone to the Raiders. I mean, Gruden had last coached uh, nine years ago when he was hired in 2018, and then Josh McDaniels had not been a coach for 11 – or head coach for 11 seasons prior to uh, getting the job here this week. He was the head coach of Denver um, back in 2009-2010. Had a draft mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Draft mistakes will get you. Might be the thing to get you more than anything. Yep. Losing is not as a big of a deal as, as draft mistakes. It's when you lose because you made a draft mistake. Okay. <laughs> That gets you every time. <laughs> when you can't blame the other guy, when it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. I don't You sucked and screwed it up to get there. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's where I really dropped the ball on the Houston nut thing, where I could have gone, so wait a minute, you're in your four, and you're claiming moral victories in SEC games, right? Such a mistake. Well, they did. It was not 49-10. They played well. They had a lead. He claimed a moral victory. They had a lead at one point, he Neil. He claimed a moral victory in year four. Looking back, the expectations were not overly high there, were they? <laughs> no. They never were. I know who said this. He he never thought it was going to be a 10-11 win program. He thought he could play out the string at 7-5, and 8-4 and four for perpetuity. For a long time. Yeah. That's yeah. what, what Houston thought. Yeah, the press conference with the back-to-back Cotton Bulls. Act. We knew it was over that day. 50. Yeah, it was over. That the day Keith Burns stood up and yelled his support of Houston? Yes. See what I found this morning. I was cleaning out some email, and I, I, I have cleared all the unread messages, so there's no, like, number up there, which is important. But um, I'm always just clearing stuff that's new, and I realized, okay, well, let me just go to the oldest and work my way back that way to try to clear some because I don't need anything from 2011 that were still sitting in there. And the third email from the bottom was where you had sent me the Pete Boone column 
where he must go to edit that day. It was like whatever date. It was like September or whatever, 2011. Yeah. And I was like, oh, because it still had like all the old HTML code stuff all through it. And I clicked on it and I was like, oh, yeah, we can get rid of this. Yeah. We're, we're, we're good there. That was the day you were like, oh, boy. Yeah. It's going to be a morning. But, you know, social media wasn't what it was today. Like today, Twitter would be on fire for some of that stuff. With that, yeah. Just in general, like all that all that kind of stuff. I mean, you look back and not in a good way, even the, the media landscape has just changed so much from, from that standpoint. Hot buttons and whatnot and the, the whole deal. So reminiscing, good times, something like that. Somebody sent us the uh, Hugh Freeze uh, flyer from his retreat thing on DM this morning in case we need to reference it at, 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 at any point. We have a copy of that now. That's to, good. Glad to have that. Yeah, we need to go back Save to Save that. Yeah, Nadal now at 21 Grand Slam tennis titles. 21 for Nadal. How many does Djokovic have? I don't know. Yeah. Without looking it up. I mean, I can. The era is really interesting just because you have no... There's nobody who kind of wins that next one. Like, it's just those dudes over and over yeah. and over and over and over again. I don't think it's good for the sport. Well, no, it's not. You good. love greatness, but I don't think it's good for the sport overall. No, you'd like to have five or six people that were really competitive, and now you just kind of wait for the Nadal-Djokovic match. Uh, 20. Djokovic is at 20. Including a record nine Australian Open titles. So Nadal gets one because Djokovic couldn't play. Yes. But it counts. Oh, yeah, it counts. Sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. It's all good. I mean, it wasn't that long ago people said his body was falling apart to the point that he wasn't going to be able to play anymore. And He's going to be able to play. He, his longevity has been incredibly impressive, given yes the pounding that his body's taken on those on those courts over yeah. the years. I mean, it, it's knees, hips, everything. The way he plays, he doesn't take points off. There's never the hey, let me just right. get through this. It's just all the time. Uh, the uh, somebody asked the uh, Super Bowl halftime show is Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem. Okay, it's a combination. All right, year twenty twenty two. So it should be Amazingly, it's not that indie band that nobody's ever heard of. That is, it, it's just really changing the way music is played. I, I don't know. Craziest thing. Yeah, people lose their mind over that Super Bowl halftime show, and it's like this. this it's not. It's and not. Why is that guy? It's like it's not meant to be artistic. Not even indie. It's just mainstream. Can we do something though? Yesterday, can we do the halftime analysis? Away from where the rock concert is going on at halftime of games. Someone did not plan the speakers out. Because was... the Chainsmokers are playing during the halftime of the NC Championship game yesterday, and they're trying to like do the halftime show, and you can't hear any. Like It's just <laughs> no. ah, over the top of it. It's like... I also noticed I've got some PTSD because just hearing that it was the Chainsmokers, because they were the event that was being played at the Players' Championship that got canceled when the pandemic hit. And the first thing that went, oh, this isn't good, they canceled oh. the Chainsmokers concert. They even had the Chainsmokers concert that night and they canceled everything the next morning when when golf went with everybody else back in early 2020. So, yeah, I heard that yesterday and that was the first thing that kind of popped into my head as I was as I was seeing that. But, anyway, Rams-Bengals, two, uh, two Sundays from now. SoFi Stadium, they're uh, still in L.A. Yeah. It'll be fun. It's a good game. They'll change the mask mandates for the Super Bowl. 
from yesterday. You think so? I, mean, I know so. They've already talked about it. Oh, have they really? Yeah. Okay. Um, the roof will be open, I would assume. Uh, I don't know why it's LA at 5 o'clock or 3 o'clock. Anyway. All right. Uh, basketball tomorrow. Yeah, well, I mean, recruiting's kind of stopped right now from the the, the the immediacy of what we've been well, dealing after with. After today, yeah. I mean, there's nothing. It's, it's the going. Drop, data, the drop ad date is over at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's going to slow down. We are going to put together on rebelgrove.com um, a kind of an updated roster with mm-hmm. eligibility and all that stuff because there's been a ton of uh, of turnover. And um, we're not going to put together a depth chart because that would be impossible right now. We might endeavor to do some form of a, a depth chart after spring where you have a feel for – you will need a minute. But even then, you're going to need a minute because I don't know who's coming in and how that impacts things. But we'll we'll work on roster stuff. That was a request that we'd already been talking about before that. I do remember the lawnmower in our instant analysis, as somebody said in the stream. Yeah, that yeah. It was frustrating because we intentionally got away from him. And, like, and he was, almost like came to like, mess with us. Yeah. Just be yeah. normal. Yeah. We're all tired here. You don't want to do your job. We're, we're trying to get through this. Just, well, well, it's this the, and basketball – the press conference is going on, and they they come in and they start clearing out the ice machine. And you're like, "Can you you know they're in?" But this is not even their fault. The worst one with baseball is they'll do the blowers to blow all the trash out of the stadium oh, right yeah, in front yeah. of the press box, and you're going, right. "Well, especially when there's we're on Zoom, it's like, what, what do you mean to do? Like, you can I, wait a minute. Yeah, can you just t- three minutes? Like, although I think we're in person again, but um, yeah, yeah, seems yeah, like it. That's so. the the rumbling is that the SEC basketball tournament is going to be the the, old rule. the launching point oh, really? for getting back to normal. Okay. All right. Be back tomorrow with another edition of the show. Check rebelgrove.com. In the meantime, we've got a little baseball coming. Some, uh, some more, we'll just kind of wrap up stuff on recruiting and much more. So I uh, appreciate everybody in the stream or wherever you are listening. And we'll talk to you again very soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.